Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hey guys, Dan Bradbury here, and in this week's episode, we're going to talk about the ultimate entrepreneur, how this small business owner earned £10,000 in just 15 minutes, and how you can too. But first of all, welcome back. I had a bit of time out over Easter, so we've had a week off, but we are back and ready to roll. We've just come out of our finance masterclass course, and it was amazing. Literally, so many business owners are chasing turnover, chasing revenue, and they become pound turners. Turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and you have to get financially literate. But this week, the member of the week, who we're going to talk about in a minute, turned it all around and added multi six-figure profits to their bot line after significant disruption. And uh, you're also going to get a chance yourself to win £10,000 in this week's episode. And I'm going to give you a book recommendation of a source that I read or reference it almost daily, certainly multiple times a week. And it's a greatly unappreciated source of business genius, one of the best business thinkers I think in the world today. But first, this week's member of the week is Ash Bullock. Ash Bullock from the UK Energy Watch. He was in our hot seats, had significant disruption to his business because his business is really, they specialize in energy efficiency, renewable and electrical projects. They're really design technology and build consultancy for both the public and private sectors. So he was massively disrupted. Do a lot of work in schools. They were massively disrupted over COVID, but joined Success Mastermind to improve his financial literacy. And he's turned it around now completely, bought out his business partner and got multi six-figure profits. So well done, Ashley, for making this week's member of the week. And now let's get to the main topic of this week. So the ultimate entrepreneur, how this business owner made £10,000 in 50 minutes and how you can too. So we're going to go to a live presentation. Oh, you're going to hear from Georgia Kirk of Right Business Results because the last year in the summer was our inaugural ultimate entrepreneur competition where eight different business owners, I mean, there are a lot more entrants, but we shortlisted down to eight finalists presented on stage at our Success Mastermind event. And they were voted by their peers for not who had the most revenue or who had the most profit or even who grew it by the most. It was really about who had made the biggest transformation, i.e. who shared the most valuable strategy with their audience. And Georgia won last year's competition, and I'm going to give you her presentation now. We're going to cut straight to that presentation. And there are so many nuggets of things that she did with her marketing, with her team, with her business model that she optimized to just take a business from, I don't want to say struggling, but from feeling the natural strains of business ownership to just being in a completely different world and different level. So with that, Let's go to the winning presentation from last year's Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition. Let's hear from Georgia Kirk. Thank you very much. So Brian Tracy told me a couple of years ago, and let's just say this is anecdotal rather than a hard fact, that he'd done some research and apparently 83% of adults want to write their book, yet less than 1% actually ever do. And I can tell you from publishing an industry statistics that the real figure is actually even lower. So I help busy entrepreneurs grow their personal brands and their community by creating and publishing their books, their blogs, and their podcasts. And myself and the team do this, even if they don't write, 
don't have any equipment and have no idea where to start. So I'd describe Right Business Results as a customer-centric company. We focus on introducing simplicity to the content creation process through solid processes. And we also focus on high-quality outcomes for our authors. For example, uh, Caroline Sanderson, who was published last September, became an Amazon number one bestseller seven times within a week of launching. And she texted me two weeks ago to report a 1,211% return on her investment. Guy Remond managed to leverage his book to achieve an eight-figure exit from his business. Uh, and our very own Jody Rogers, who I think has just jumped off the to do a call, managed to secure a publishing deal with Wiley Capstone within advance. And her book went to number one also within 24 hours of going live. So why do I care that much about those results and the people that I work with? Well, to be honest, it goes beyond business. Back to my early years, spent with my grandmother, Granny, as I used to call her. And I'll be, I was a weird kid, to be honest, and a little bit book obsessed. But luckily, she didn't find that kind of too weird or annoying. So I also asked relentless questions, but she nurtured it by teaching me to read. By the age of seven, I was the proud owner of a typewriter. <laughs> my birthday present at my own request, so I could write stories. And one of my favorite things to do in my spare time was to learn words. I'd set myself a target of memorizing 10 new words a week and reading a person's encyclopedia. So um, super weird. But what it means is that for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to live in a world where knowledge and stories are really shared. And when you think about books and the potential that they have, that's what they do. Every book I've written, you know, it has that potential just to, to change a person's life. So where were we pre-pandemic? 2019, we've been going about three years at this point. And I loved what I did, as hopefully you can tell. But we were experiencing all the same challenges as a lot of startups do. Feast and famine cycles, turnover was sort of swinging in that time between 120 and 200,000. It had become a sort of accidental lifestyle business. I was really looking forward to 2020, however, after I joined SMM and promptly received my very first ass kicking of many from Dan and Kevin over. And I'm sure anyone familiar with SMM can guess knowing your numbers. More on that to come though. I'm yeah, laughing face looking forward to 2020. Uh, didn't quite get off to the start I had planned. On the 12th of January, I decided to go rock climbing, bouldering actually with my boyfriend and some friends. And I just had to nail that purple route. It was a bit of a leap, a bit of an overhang, thought, fuck it, I can do it. Went for it, didn't, fell. And I knew it was bad when I landed because I heard my bones break. And my foot was hanging off. So after much screaming and a rather, I'll be honest, beautiful morphine and ketamine cocktail that they sent me to hospital with. <laughs> yeah, I was in a bit of a situation, as you can see. Now in hospital, I learned a few things. The communication was really key with my clients because that was not the start of the year that I had had planned whatsoever. When I sort of came round, the first thing I did was call my team and brief them. And at this point, lifestyle business, they were all freelance. They weren't obliged to be dealing with this. And I didn't know if they had the commitment or the loyalty. But the communication, I just told them I needed all hands on deck. And then we called our clients and we explained to them what was going on. To be honest, I think that was really key because they saw how I dealt with adversity. And I kind of realized, actually, all I could do was get my mindset in order. And a consultant came to see me and she said, listen, you need limb re reconstruction surgery. I don't know if I can save your leg best solution, you may lose your ankle. Hopefully you'll walk again either way, but just get your mindset in order because it's all you can really do right now. And I thought, to be fair, that I actually can do. And like, what else was I going to do realistically in hospital? 
So I had to think about it and I thought, actually, nothing has to change. I can still do my work. I can still think. I can still speak. I can still, you know, liaise with people. So I just really focused in and, and just became very dedicated. It obviously wasn't easy, but I think kind of embracing it and showing people what I was made of really paid off because, as we know, other events that unfolded throughout the year, that kind of resilience was really needed and just that kind of open approach. Now, crazily enough, the accident wasn't even the only thing. We also had been negotiating, my boyfriend and I, on a house for four months. And in the same week the accident happened, that's when they decided to accept our most recent offer. So <laughs> Craig now had a house move to deal with all on his own, a one-legged girlfriend in hospital 30 minutes away from home. And I was like transferring the deposit absolutely off my face on morphine from my hospital bed, <laughs> asking him like, are you sure you want to go through with this? Because we really don't know what's going to happen. But hey, at least he didn't have to move in on his own. Nice face balloon will do it. <laughs> now, you know, earlier when I said I got my first ass kicking for my numbers and I said that turnover up until that point had been 120 to 200,000. <laughs> well, do you want to know my real 2019 figures? Because I didn't take a day off when I was in hospital, not even on the days I was in limb reconstruction surgery. Why would anybody do that and work that hard? It turns out that I hadn't known the difference between revenue and turnover. So my revenue for 2019 was 146,000. My turnover was 70,000 and my profit was minus 600 pounds. It's not a huge loss granted, but my business was making a loss and I didn't even know. And I had to deal with it on top of this. That was just Q1. Then, the PM announced we're going into lockdown for COVID. And I just thought, do you know what? 2020, absolute cow. Fine, I asked for it because I declared 2020 was going to be my year before all of this actually happened. I was actually going into it thinking, this is it. This is going to be the year that I'm like, just going to go through the roof, right? Business results, global domination. And I was like, do you know what? Fine, I asked for it. You bought it. Biggest year ever. Different meaning than I thought, but let's just run with it. And I just decided that actually, what was I going to do? Give up, wallow, I don't know, read shit magazines in hospital until they let me out, or just really double down and focus. Luckily, there is some good news. As you can see, I did come out of hospital. I didn't lose my leg. I can walk again. And hopefully, by virtue of being standing, standing here in front of you right now, you can uh, probably tell that it didn't all go tits up, which is a relief. <laughs> so in 2020, we did do it. We had the biggest year ever and four record-breaking quarters throughout the whole year. The increase in our revenue, and I know what it is, is 120% over the course of that 12 months. 125% increase in turnover. And the best bit of all, profit. What do we think? <laughs> it wasn't a negative. No, no, no. That's good. But it was uh, a very nice increase of 12,600% in net profit. Now, when you are working out increases in net profit, obviously it's a little tricky when the starting point is below zero. Uh, so just to put some, uh, some more substance around that figure, uh, it's 40% profit increase as a percentage of revenue. So I'm incredibly proud of myself and my team for having achieved those results. But of course, it doesn't take a mass genius or a rocket science to work out that to have uh, an increase that big, even if I hadn't told you the minus figure before, I was holding a bucket that was pretty full of holes, you know. 
And although I'm incredibly proud of the results, I'm, I'm, it's, it's actually embarrassing. I was thinking when I was putting this presentation together, do you, do you say that? Like this is being recorded. There are a lot of people who I really respect. Uh, do I actually go in there and be like, yeah, 600 pounds loss and I didn't even know. And yeah, not knowing the difference, it's, it, but it is embarrassing now, but I take that as a good thing because it shows just how much change has actually happened. 2021 uh, is also on track for similar growth. So I'm over the moon to be able to say that I'm now uh, leading a, you know, a profitable, but stable and resilient, uh, resilient business. What are some of the specific strategies then that we employ to get those kinds of results? This is like the tagline for SMM, basically, isn't it? Know your numbers. I, I, I swear I can hear it in my sleep after the drilling into me it took over the last uh, 12 months. And I'm definitely a work in progress, but I can definitely say that I'm a lot further ahead than where I started. We place our clients at the heart of everything that we do. So and it sounds really obvious. And I know people say, oh, you know, really, you know, we're really focused on our clients. But actually, I don't know about you, I've been a client of organizations where actually I, I couldn't say the same to them. And I think when you put your clients at the heart of everything, your decisions don't become about you. This is a, as I say, life-changing injury and I could have wallowed and, and that kind of thing. And, and, but actually it wasn't thinking of myself that got me through that year. And I didn't get through that year in spite of a pandemic, in spite of an injury. I got through it because I love what I do and, and who I do it for. So that one's been really important. I also launched new services, three new services. So versus the flat fees that we used to charge for having a book done, there are now monthly subscriptions to other forms of content services as well, which brought in recurring and repeatable revenue into the business. And we're about to launch a fourth. Rather than draw back any money, because uh, obviously to get those figures, there was a big, uh, big sales focus and we tidied up a lot of processes and systems to, to maintain efficiency. I invested in marketing. So, uh, really, really went for it. Last April, I launched my podcast. I'm uh, relaunching my blog. I've already written a book, but I'm writing my next book, which will be due out later this year with the team. So I'm in the hot seat and they are uh, kind of doing the process on me. And there'll be one every six months from there. And I hired to bring in somebody to help me manage all of that activity. I bought in some project management tools and software, which just increased our professionalism and just meant that we could deliver on a level that we couldn't before. So that's been really important. And having a kind of project management system where the team can just kind of become autonomous with it then and everyone has a sort of connection with each other. So it's also enabled me to start taking steps back out of the business. I only taking on right fit clients. Uh, so I had to, I redid my customer avatar. I had to kind of get rid of a couple of what I'll politely refer to as no-goes and keep the amazing ones uh, that were there and created a really supportive Facebook community so that everybody could come together, share their successes, but also ask questions to get them through any challenges with launching a book and, uh, and, and further what they're doing. Our very own Gavin Scott joined that community last April and he's now a mentor to other authors in there after finding Goldust became an Amazon number one bestseller in three different different categories. So it's a really positive place for everyone to be. I bought my freelance team in-house, so created three new roles full-time in the company and continue to work with five or six other freelancers which support them. And that's been incredible because now that loyalty and that commitment sort of solidified and they're just, I couldn't ask better to be honest with you. Building out my personal support team alongside my professional team has also been invaluable because I had to learn to walk again while doing all of that, turning things around. And obviously it hasn't been an easy year. So I hired a personal trainer. I started walking again unassisted last October. So thank you, Paul Lasler, who's helped me lose some of the weight that I gained while I was uh, sitting on my backside for nearly 12 months. A mindset coach. 
And I've recently been able to give myself a pay rise so I can now have a cleaner, which just, I think when you have a nice working and living environment, everything feels a little easier. And being an active part of a business mastermind community. Because I joined SMM just three months before the accident happened and, and the pandemic. And so I don't know, honestly, where I would be right now had I not had, you know, Dan and the team and you guys by my side while I course corrected and, and got my shit together. So on that note, it has been an incredible year. Yeah, I just couldn't be more grateful. If you deemed me worthy of the crown of the ultimate entrepreneur, it really would mean the world to me. And it would be recognition that the team really deserved. And also, you know, for the, for the authors and, and podcast hosts and content creators that we go on to serve, knowing what they're a part of. So thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Okay, I hope you liked that episode. I hope you liked hearing from Georgia, winner uh, and the current title holder of The Ultimate Entrepreneur. But some great news is it's that time of year again. So you don't need to be a mastermind member of ours to apply. You just need to have be an established business, at least upwards of a quarter million pounds in annual revenue and have a, a great story about what you've done to develop your business. What have you accomplished? How have you changed? How have you improved in the last 12 months? And, and really be able to share a strategy that others can learn from to, to replicate their success progress inside of their business. So if you want to participate in this year's Ultimate Entrepreneur Contest uh, and win a £10,000 cash prize, just go on over to danbradbury.com forward slash contest for more details. Okay, next up, this week's recommended reading. This book is stunning. It's Ray Dalio and it's called Principles. Uh, so Ray Dalio is the owner and founder of Bridgewater, the largest hedge fund in the world, but he's really just a really exceptionally smart business thinker. And he documents his principles for, for, for life and for business, life and work, which is really about how does he make decisions? Because really the business is going to be reflective of the management's decisions. So Ray's one of the best business thinkers I think in the world today. And I reference his writing all the time. I'm always studying and sharing his principles regularly. If you follow me on Facebook, you know, I'm a fanboy of Warren Buffett. I'm also a big fan of Ray Dalio and I'm always sharing his principles. So make sure you check out Ray Dalio's first book, Principles. And finally this week, a quote to leave you with, I must confess, I'm not really normally a big Grant Cardone fan, but he sometimes says things that are useful. And I think this one is worthy of reflection. So Grant says, make a habit of reaching up in all of your relationships towards people who are better connected, better educated, and more successful. So how I interpret that is, are you constantly expanding the quality and quantity of your peer group? So that's it for this week. I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.